Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. Welcome to episode 73, exactly how I did it. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? Well, I am fantastic as usual. (laughs) Oh my gosh, the past two weeks have been a whirlwind. So I think maybe I mentioned in the last week's podcast that we put an offer in on a new home, totally unexpectedly, (laughs) and we had to sell our new home, or our home that we live in, to buy this new home. And that's what we did. We sold it (laughs) in four days during a pandemic. What? (laughs) It has been crazy. So within exactly a two-week time frame... We were bored one afternoon, went around, driving with the kids in the car, just looking at houses because we thought, why not? What else do we have to do? Like, what can we do that's different than our normal sort of stay-at-home, social distancing things that we had been doing for the past month or so? And so I'm like, oh, let's go map out our dream homes. Like, put in all of our requirements, map them out, and just go driving around for a couple hours. And so that's what we did, and then we found our dream house, and then... We toured it that afternoon, and then we had an offer in the next day, and then they accepted our offer 24 hours later, and then our home was on the market like five days after that, and then it sold four days later. (laughs) That blows my mind. But um, anything is possible. I really, truly believe that, and um, it's been great. So now I'm happy that our house doesn't have to be perfectly staged anymore, and uh, we can pull out all the things from the cabinets, (laughs) and I can have my makeup back where it was and all the things, and um, it's all good. And because that is a very similar example to how my life is now, like, we decide or I decide I want something and then I make it happen and it happens very fast. And so many people are like, how do you do that? Like you're, it's just constant with you. You're just constantly doing things and changing things and growing. And it just, you know, I get a lot of those questions and I really wanted to think about this because sometimes I blow my own mind. I'm like, whoa, I like I, I accomplished something. And then I'm like, wait, what just happened? (laughs) It happened so fast. And um, there's a lot of things that go into it, okay? First of all, life coaching. (laughs) Learning how to manage my mind and to think intentionally um, and understanding where I want to go and like having goals all plays into it. And so I didn't know any of this before life coaching. I was definitely somebody who went after my dreams and uh, was ambitious and, you know, sort of went against the norm, but I didn't know how to effectively do those things. They were difficult. You know, I drank a lot and ate a lot through all that. Um, And now I know how to do it in a way um, that feels good and takes less time. And I learned that through life coaching. I learned life coaching to me means I learned how to manage my mind. I learned how to think in a way that um, I was able to create any result that I want in my life. And the brain is so powerful that I am just a couple years into this and seeing how powerful it really is. And it blows my mind on a regular basis. So 
For this episode, I want to tell you exactly how I did that or how I do it, okay? Because I get asked so often and I think um, for me and my own growth in my life, it's nice to have it documented too so I can go back and be like, okay, this is what I was thinking and this is how I did that so I can repeat it (laughs) if I want to, okay? So I'm going to explain to you guys the concepts or the truths that I learned when I first hired my first coach that changed my life very fast. So I highly recommend that you get your journal or a notebook or a piece of paper, pause the podcast if you need to, and get ready to take some notes. This might be a little bit longer than one of my normal episodes, but it's going to be jammed packed with so many um, awesome tidbits that you can apply in your own life that will help you get fast results. So if you want to pause it and go grab your journal. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> you got something to write with? All right, so my friend Sarah recently told me that I, that I myself live in breakthroughs. And I know that might not make sense to most people, but a breakthrough is when you recognize your own mental constructs and then you break through them to have new mental constructs that bring you closer to your goals. Okay, that's how I define a breakthrough. It really means that you're constantly up-leveling and evolving to the next best version of yourself, okay? And I recognize that over the past two and a half years, I've been constantly and consistently living in breakthroughs. And I've completely changed what I thought was possible in my life. My whole internal identity has changed. And it's now starting to show up visually on the outside. You guys, never in my wildest dreams... Did I ever think that I would be somebody that ran my own own business that made multiple six figures? Never. Like I never thought that was ever even, I never even had a thought about that being possible. I thought that that kind of money was reserved for men in tech. I really did believe that. I'm like, well, he's in IT or he's in, you know, technology or something like that. And they're a VP and that's not available to me. I really did believe that. And it was very similar in the way that I never thought that I would be somebody who didn't drink. Ever, ever, ever. (laughs) It never was even an idea that I had or considered having, okay? Right? And now I don't drink. (laughs) How is that possible? Okay? Or that I would have a good relationship with my dad. I never thought that I would. I was at a point with a relationship with my dad that I'm like, I'm just not going to have a relationship with him. I used to think that. And now I have a very good relationship with him, all right? Or another construct that I had that I would never be skinny without much effort. I resigned myself to being overweight and struggling with how much I was eating and drinking all the time. I never thought that it would be effortless to maintain a size four or a size six, okay? So how is all of that possible now? How did I create all of this? for myself and my life in just over two years. It's crazy, right? I'm going to tell you. (laughs) And it's so important, again, that you guys actually pay attention and take some notes. I'm going to tell you my own thoughts that have created everything that I have now. Okay, remember what I teach. And this is the truth of our lives and of the universe. Our thoughts in our brain create our results in our lives. Okay, And you guys can do this too, I promise. If you learn how to manage your mind and start thinking about things differently, there is literally nothing you can't do. 
The brain is the most powerful tool in the universe, and the more you can use it to your advantage, the more successful you will be. All right. So when I look back to my own journey of permanently stopping over drinking and losing weight, there were so many things that I learned. Okay. One of the first things was that our thoughts, like I just told you, the sentences in our mind literally create results in our lives. You can't see your thoughts, right? They're in your brain, but you can see and live the results that they create in your life, okay? And I had all sorts of results in my life that I didn't want. (laughs) Weighing 200 pounds was one of them. Over drinking three to four nights was another result that I had that I didn't like. High anxiety about managing a stressful job and having small children was another result. Having a result of being unsatisfied in most areas of my life and having many difficult relationships, specifically with my dad and my husband. So this podcast, I'm going to share the big shifts I had early on that helped me have fast progress to achieving my goals. Number one concept, idea, truth, whatever you want to call it, is that I stopped worrying about what other people thought of me. Okay, I want, listen, and I'm not a sociopath. I do care. I want people to love me. Of course, I'm a human being. I have children. I'm married. I have family and relationships, right? But I stopped thinking and worrying about what other people thought of me when I wanted to change something in my life. I didn't worry what they thought of me when I went to parties and didn't drink. I didn't worry what they thought of me when I said I'm on a diet and I didn't want to eat the cupcakes and the pizza. I didn't worry about what they thought of me when I started publicizing my own stories about my struggle with overdrinking and overeating. I didn't worry about what they thought of me when I said I'm going to make a million dollars someday. Okay? Like all of these our examples. I like, I just stopped worrying about that. I stopped worrying about what people thought of me when I used swear words. Okay. That was one of the first things. And when I stopped worrying about what other people are thinking, I started focusing on what I was thinking. And remember, <laughs> if you want to make changes in your life, the most important thing that you can re- think to do is focus on your own thoughts, other people's thoughts will not help you achieve your goals, okay? So number one, stop worrying about what other people think. Number two was stop beating myself up. I committed very early on to stop the shame and the regret cycle when I did something that I didn't really want to do, like overdrink or overeat, okay? I committed very early on to stop doing that to myself. And whenever I found myself doing that, I would say, no, we don't think that way anymore. No, we don't do that anymore. And I would redirect my mind to literally thinking about something else, to looking outside and looking at a bird, to petting my dog, wondering what I was making for dinner, (laughs) like anything. When you find yourself beating yourself up about anything, thinking that you should have done something different or you know, you shouldn't have drank all the alcohol last night, or you suck, or I'm fat, or all of that, all of those self-loathing, hateful thoughts that we have. Whenever I found myself doing that, I redirected my mind. And I said, we don't do that anymore. And then I literally would think about anything else besides that. Okay, number two, stop beating yourself up. Number three was, I believe, or I believed that I would achieve my goals. Okay, so even though I hadn't achieved them yet, Even though all of the 20 years of trying to lose weight and stop over drinking, I hadn't done 
hadn't done it yet. I still believe that I would. Okay. And I started and from that belief that I had, that I would achieve what I was after, I started acting like I had already achieved them. Okay. Stay with me here. <laughs> so when I wanted to be somebody that didn't overdrink, I would behave and think like a person who doesn't overdrink, right? So if you think about somebody who doesn't have an overdrinking problem, they don't think about alcohol all the time, <laughs> right? If they have an overdrink episode, they're like, oh, that sucked. I probably shouldn't, I should probably take a break for a while. And then that's it. They don't sit there and berate themselves for hours and days about how shitty they are and how they can never follow through on anything, right? People that don't overdrink and don't have issues with alcohol don't spend a lot of time thinking about alcohol. They don't dream about having a drink at the end of the day. They don't worry or stress about overdrinking in social situations. They don't beat themselves up about it. It just isn't an issue. It doesn't occupy their brain capacity, right? So... And when you believe that you want to, you know, have a goal and you believe that you'll achieve your goal, you got to start behaving as if it has already happened. So I started practicing thinking like somebody who didn't overdrink. Okay. And so whenever I found myself thinking about alcohol during the day, like, oh, it'd be fun to have a margarita right now. I would again, redirect myself and I would say, we don't think that way anymore. The woman that doesn't overdrink doesn't have thoughts like that. And then I would do exactly what I just told you to do. I'd redirect my mind to think about something else, even if it was something as simple as, oh, what's the weather doing outside? You have to be able to recognize those thoughts and interrupt them when they're happening and redirect your mind, okay? Number four was a thought that I had in every area of my life. And it was this question, how can I think about this differently? In every area of my life, from my work to my relationships to losing weight to stopping over drinking to building a business, if I came up against a challenge or I found myself thinking about it negatively and I was feeling like a negative emotion about it and I was stuck, I would ask myself, how can I think about this differently? And then my brain would be open to delivering me different ways to think about it. It was beautiful. It's magical. Okay. Your thoughts are optional. There is a million different ways that you all can be thinking about every single thing that's going on in your life right now. And if you find yourself overthinking or spinning out or feeling frustrated about something, just simply ask yourself that question. How can I think about this differently? And watch what your brain has to say. And so I use that question all the time. If I think something should go a certain way <laughs> and then it doesn't work out, I'm like, huh, how can I think about this differently? Right? Or if I'm in a fight with my husband and I'm spinning out in my own brain about it, I'm like, huh, how can I think about this differently? <laughs> or if I'm thinking about my family and, you know, some of them don't have the same political views as I do, and especially during this pandemic, I'm like, huh, how can I think about this differently? right? It opens up your mind to thinking about things differently. And when you do that, you feel better and you have a different outcome in your life. Okay. So number five was learning how to process my emotions instead of my emotions driving all of my behavior. Okay. I talk so much about emotions. If you guys have been following along, learning how to feel should probably, I mean, all of these 
I have them numbered, but they're not like, this is the number one thing to work on. And then you go down from there. They're all equally as important. And I did them all at the same time. (laughs) Okay. So just number five on the list was learning how to feel and process my emotions instead of my emotions driving my behavior. Okay. And what I mean by that is when you learn and process your feelings, it's like, a thing that you do. So like if I get really angry during the day about something, and I'll just I like to use the husband example or the kid example. So if my husband says something or does something and I get angry, right? I have a thought. First of all, I recognize it's my own thinking that causes my anger. And then I just pause and breathe. And I'm with that feeling. Okay? When you are at the effect of your feelings and those feelings are driving your behavior, it looks differently. It's like you might yell back at your husband or slam a door or go hide in your room or go drink or go eat, right? That's what that means is when you are at the effect of your emotions, you're doing things from an emotional place. When you process and pause and feel your emotions, you just notice the vibration that that feeling has in your body and you breathe through it. Okay, so that is a skill set that I am constantly working on and pausing throughout the day. It's just something that I do. I feel and process my feelings. Okay, I don't let my feelings just automatically drive my behavior. Whereas that's what I used to do in the past. I would feel angry or frustrated or have anxiety, and that would push me to go do something that didn't really serve me, like drink or yell at my husband or my kids. Okay. And those actions from that emotional place never really helped me reach my goals, right? But now I've learned how to learn, I've learned how to feel my feelings and be with them and understand that I don't need to take any action from them because it's just a vibration in my body. Okay, so I highly recommend do whatever you need to do <laughs> to learn how to feel and process your emotions. And that's exactly what I help you do inside my, pro- my coaching program, by the way. All right, so number six Be open to thinking about people I'm in relationships with differently, okay? So we have relationships in our lives. Like think about your closest relationships. And I had always thought about those people when they were in relationships with me very similarly. I thought people should behave a certain way in relationships. They should call you. They should visit you. They should put in effort. They should show appreciation, right? I had a lot of those types of thoughts. But what changed at the very beginning for me was I was open to thinking about people that I was in relationships with differently, okay? So for years and years and years and years, I thought my dad should be a different dad. I thought he should want to come visit me. He should be um, calling me more. He should put in more effort. He should want to see his grandchildren, blah, 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 okay? I thought a lot of things about his political views, so much, okay? And it caused me to have a bad relationship with him. I didn't want to talk to him. Every time I would see him, it was like I'd be going back to my teenage years. We'd get into this huge blow-up fight, right? And I really took me some time to really understand that it was just my thoughts about him that was creating that relationship. And so once I decided to be open to thinking about people, that I'm in, in relationships with differently, then my brain's like, huh, you don't, you know, you don't have to keep thinking those thoughts about your dad. <laughs> and so I decided to change them. The same thing with my husband. Okay, so now I don't have those thoughts about my dad. I think my dad is great. He's doing him. He's living his life the way he wants to live it, just like I'm living mine. And we're actually very similar. 
those thoughts feel so much better than the previous ones, right? So whenever I'm in any type of relationships, whether it's a client coach relationship or um, a friend relationship or an ex-colleague or a you know personal relationship, right? If it's causing me some grief or I, I'm feeling spinning out about something, I always say I can be open to thinking about this person differently. All right. Number seven is manage my mind every day, a daily practice of using the self-coaching model, which is the model in which I coach my clients on. I've introduced it to you guys here before. It's the circumstance, thoughts, feelings, actions, results model. Okay, so I have a daily practice of using that self-coaching model to change my thoughts and to think in a way that will help me reach my goals. So my daily practice looks like every morning I dump out what I'm thinking about what I have going on that day. And I dump out my thoughts about my goals, my business goals, my health goals, whatever else I want to do what I'm working on. Okay. And then I take out a couple of those thoughts and I plug them into the self-coaching model and I see how they will play out for me. Meaning if I keep thinking them, this is the result that I'll create. And then I get to decide in that moment if I like that result or if I need to change my thoughts. And more often than not, (laughs) there's a few thoughts that need to be changed in that practice. And I'm able to move past my thought obstacles and mental constructs so much faster when I do that. Okay. And I, and I make progress towards my goal so much faster because I'm constantly cleaning out the closet of my brain. I'm dumping out all the thoughts that are in there. I'm looking at them. I'm analyzing them. And then I reprogram my brain with new thoughts that will help me achieve what I'm wanting to achieve. Okay. It's a daily practice that I will do forever. And I highly recommend that you guys all do that forever like this to, to reach our goals and to stop over drinking. You can apply what I teach you and coach you to do. But if you approach it like as a temporary solution, it's going to be a temporary solution, right? If you think this is only something I have to do for a while until I get past that, well, we'll see how that works out. <laughs> I can tell you that my daily practice of self-coaching myself has supported me not drinking for over two years now, okay? It has supported me of keeping off the 55 pounds of weight that I lost. It has supported me maintaining a healthy relationship with my dad and my husband, okay? Because I'm managing my mind every day and uncovering thoughts that, you know, I'm not even aware of that could cause issues down the line if I keep thinking them, all right? So that's it. Just to sort of recap, there were seven big things that I applied all at the same time when I stopped, when I first hired a coach and I stopped over drinking, I lost the weight, I built my business, I changed everything in my life. And I still apply these same things to my life all the time. Number one, stop worrying about what other people think. Number two, stop beating yourself up. Number three, believe that I would always achieve my goals and I act now in this moment as if I've already achieved them. Number four was, how can I think about this differently in any situation I'm in, I, that I'm in? Number five was learning how to feel and process my emotions instead of my emotions driving all of my behavior. Number six was being open to thinking about people I'm in relationships with differently. Number seven was manage my mind every day, a daily practice of using the self-coaching model to change my thoughts and to think in a way that would help me to reach my goals. 
So all of that, I want you guys to remember that your brain likes to take the easy way. All right, we have 60,000 thoughts a day and 90% of them are the same thoughts repeated over and over again. (laughs) So make sure you have those repetitive thoughts on auto repeat that you actually want to have. Okay, make sure those repetitive thoughts are serving you, not helping you. So I'm going to now give you an example of thoughts I used to have before coaching. Okay, before I learned how to change the way I was thinking. All right. These are the thoughts I used to have. I don't know. I need to wait. I'll do it tomorrow. Who cares? Fuck it. It doesn't matter. What the fuck? (laughs) They don't care. What's wrong with them? I would never fill in the blank. I can't believe fill in the blank. It's out of my control. It's not my fault. I'll see how it goes. Let's wait and see. I suck. I'll never figure this out. I give up. Okay? Those were on auto repeat in my brain before I found coaching, right? And when I learned I could change those thoughts, I started thinking these new thoughts that I'm going to list to you in all of the areas of my life. I'm doing this. This is happening. People want what I'm offering. Your thoughts are creating your experience. We don't think that way anymore. (laughs) I'm practicing being the woman who doesn't overdrink. How does she think and feel and act? I can figure this out. I'm going to figure this out. I'm okay. I can use fear to help me grow. This is going to be fun. I wonder what will happen. I am moving forward as if it's going to work out. Their thoughts, their feelings. How can this serve me? How can I think about this differently? Do you guys see the difference in those thoughts? The latter list, the one that I just read you, keeps your brain open to possibilities and you believing that you can do things. The other thoughts are just, they just cut you off. They stop you in your tracks and they don't give you your full responsibility in your life, right? So these types of thoughts, the new ones that I read to you, those types of thoughts can be used in any area of your life, okay? Weight loss, over drinking, growing a business, getting a new job, improving your relationships. So I want to offer you this idea of be efficient in your thinking, Use the brain's automatic programming to help you, okay? So remember our brain's programming. We want to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and save energy. Your brain likes to have the same process over and over again. And so if you can find these thoughts on repeat that you currently have, notice how they're the same thoughts that show up in all of the areas of your life, okay? So... The thought is, I would never, or I suck, or I give up, or I'll never figure this out. How, how often do you think that thought at work? How often do you think that thought, you know, when you're trying to stop over drinking? How often do you think that thought when you're trying to lose weight? How, how often do you think that thought about your relationships, right? You'll find that you have these repetitive thoughts in all the areas in your life. And if you can change them, they can also, the new thoughts can also apply to all of the areas in your life, okay? So those thoughts that I just read you, the new thoughts that I have, I'm doing this, this is happening, people want what I'm offering, your thoughts are creating your experience, that list, I use them in all of the areas of my life to weight loss, to over drinking, to improving my relationships, to building my business, okay? So use that automatic programming that we have in our brains to your advantage and be efficient with how you're, you're thinking, okay? 
figure out a helpful thought that you can think that will help you stop over drinking and improve your relationships and uplevel your game at work. You don't need to make it complicated. <laughs> All right. I really don't even allow a lot of space in my brain for negative self-destructive chatter. When I notice it, or if I'm doubting or second guessing myself, I say, we don't think like that, or we don't actually believe that. And then I say, what do I believe? And when I think that, I believe what I want to think. Okay, not what my brain is trying to tell me to think. All right. And listen, and 100% of every situation that I'm in, I believe this. Anything is possible. I really 100% believe that. I don't care what your situation is. If you're a single mom, have no money in the bank, you don't have a job, and you just got out of rehab. Okay? Anything is possible. I really believe that because I've created it in my own life and I've seen it tenfold with my clients and everybody else, right, that has changed their lives for the better. Literally anything is possible and we can figure out a way to make it so, right? That's the human being at its best. We solve problems. We figure out new ways. <laughs> we just haven't figured it out yet. Like you maybe just haven't figured it out yet to stop over drinking, but that doesn't mean that you won't, okay? And when I think that, I believe it. And when I believe a thought to be the truth, I go into problem-solving mode to figure it out, Okay? And then I do that and then I solve it. And then I'm like, okay, what's next? And I'm on to the next thing and on to the next thing. That's how I've had to have, I've had massive growth in such a short amount of time. I believe that anything is possible. I believe that I'll achieve my goals. Even if I have to fail a thousand times on the way to getting them, I still keep going. I believe that anything is possible. Okay. And you guys can do this too by learning how to manage your mind. It's a skill that you will have for the rest of your life and you'll be able to create the impossible all the damn time once you guys figure out how to do it, okay? I can't, I still, it's hard for me to wrap my brain around what I've been able to create in such a short amount of time in my life with this skill. I paid $3,600 a year for one year of coaching to learn how to do this skill. And that one investment at my very beginning of my journey where I learned all those truths that I told you about at the very beginning, that one investment has 10 times returned its investment in my life. And it will continue to pay returns until I can't think intentionally anymore. <laughs> I'll either die or get a, some sort of degenerative brain disease like dementia or have a stroke. It will keep paying back in my life. Life coaching and the way I coach helps you achieve anything you want. We'll just start with solving the over-drinking issue, and then the world is literally your oyster, my friends. All right? Do you guys want my help to do that? Doesn't that sound like fun? I have two more spots. If you want to join me this month in my small group women-only coaching program, Stop Over-Drinking and Start Living. And I'm feeling very generous right now. I'm offering an amazing bonus. If you join me and apply to join my coaching program and I approve you, and you pay the fee within the 24-hour period of that offer, I'm sending you my favorite alcohol book, a blank journal, and you're going to get a, a free 60-minute private session with me to use anytime during the program. All right? So don't wait. Learn how to use your mind to get whatever you want in your life. It's the most exciting and rewarding thing you can possibly do. Right now is the perfect opportunity to do it, pandemic and all. Give yourself a project to work on. 
you. <laughs> the project is you and see what is possible. I love you guys all so much. Talk to you next week. Bye. Get my